I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Coming up on TMS, that's Egghead Bastardville to you, ma'am. With great hair comes great responsibility. They come out of her water slide. Drugs are a powerful drug like a knee in the groin from your eye doctor what about bob facebook no country for old brian's i can't believe it's not lightsaber random poppy seed elaine the bagel rule of 1824 everything bagels with tendrils sufficient brian's lacking chads vita mita metamates with tom analog mugs with randy and more on this episode of the morning stream well they come as if from outer space in a variety of weird guises defender pac-man asteroids to fans, they represent a challenge. Look, Mommy, that lady has Sandra. This is the morning stream. Game over, man. Game over. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS, where my soundboard got effed, and I don't know why. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hello. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm all right. It's Wednesday, February 16th, 2022. We hope you're all well as well. We're here to do a, a, the Hump Day show, and we uh, we hope your Wednesday is full of, uh, I don't know, whatever you do, whatever you're doing, whatever you got. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We're not going to complain. Look, you could have, no, no. you could, uh, uh, I don't know, what do, you, what do you do on a Wednesday? You, you go to work, you... Uh, you get the yeah, job yeah. done. You, you you go to the break room. You have an sure. eclair or a Danish, probably a Danish of Danish some sort. Donut, uh, maybe. Maybe they do bagels where maybe. you work. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, it's Wednesday bagel day. And everybody yeah. goes in there. And damn it, Elaine took the last poppy seed one. But don't worry. She's going she's gonna to get hers when it comes time to do the, the drug testing. It looks like she's been doing opium. Yeah. And that's when she's going to get fired. She's going to get really angry. And uh, she's going to um, put anthrax in the water. There you go. We watched that episode yeah. two days ago. So, very good. What? <laughs> what was that an episode of? It was an episode of Seinfeld. Elaine got the poppy seed muffin and tried oh. to apply for the job, and she got she got t- tested positive for, for oh, heroin. Oh, seriously? Yeah. That's hilarious, because I was just coming up with a random name and a random type of bagel. <laughs> but that's exactly right. Yes, it was Elaine Benison poppy seed bagels, yep. and there is some sort of... Uh, yeah. Some sort of subconscious Seinfeldism that is working in my head. There had to have been because you literally said her been. name and you I mentioned literally the poppy said Elaine yep. Poppy Seed. Yep. Weird. She, she couldn't right. get that job because she because every time she peed or whatever, it was like you're doing I, drugs and she wasn't yeah, doing it. Swear to God, like yeah. never entered my head of of making it about Seinfeld, but it was. <laughs> there really were just funny. too many too many tendrils. <laughs> 
Yeah, you had all the tendrils today. Tendril, all the tendrils loosely connecting my thing with yeah. that thing. Cornered the market on tendrils. Hey guys, so here's the yeah. deal. Uh, I got. A, I had that eye appointment yesterday. Just a yeah. How'd that go? It's fine. They, they find them both. They yeah. see the, they're both still there. They're both there. They both see oh, out okay. of them. You know, I can I can perceive yeah. images and light. So it's good. Oh, that's good. Uh, they of course you know put in the drops and made me so I was blind for a couple hours, but it's fine. Uh, the doctor, his name is, he's an interesting dude. His name is, uh, Lyndon Tyler, which sounds like a backwards name, right? It sounds like a president, like a, like an alternative universe president. Yeah. Uh, president yep. Lyndon Tyler, once again, uh, vetoing the new puppy seed, uh, bagel rule. The bagel rule, the new, ba- the bagel rule of 1824. Never forget it. Yes. Um, now what movie did that come from? Was that like the American president or something? That no, I, just I, think, I think, I think, I think you just used some of what you said earlier is all. I think that's all it was. <laughs> Good. Yes. Yeah. That I did. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I think that was, was just a, a throwback. to me, not a callback to anything else. Well, Lyndon B. Tyler, president. No, he, uh, his name is Lyndon Tyler and he looks like a Tyler. And it looks like his last name should be Lyndon, and it bugs me that his name is flipped like that. But whatever. He's a super nice guy. I really like this dude. Uh, no knee in the groin. Sometimes I get that from an eye doctor. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm a tall you guy. Get I got great clips. Yeah. <laughs> and then I stopped paying extra for it. <laughs> yeah. They want that extra eight bucks or whatever it is. It's they not do, good. exactly. Uh, I'll take a, you know, you make me look like uh, uh, Andrew Garfield with a haircut and then. Um, uh, put a knee in the ground, please. Yeah. Thank you. Well, by the way, it feels like Andrew Garfield always needs a haircut. Is it just me? It does, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> needs a haircut all the time. Never, never not needing I envy one. Envy his hair? Are you kidding me? Oh, he's got great hair. It's just he always. Does. It always yeah. looks like it's on the curb of like, all right, dude, maybe check in with your stylist or whoever and get that trimmed. But uh, anyway, jelly of his hair. His hair is both amazing, spectacular, and um, uh, and uh. Um, friendly neighborhood. Yeah, friendly neighborhood. <laughs> it's like hair. couldn't come up with another <laughs> superior. Superior. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And, and unlike other Spider Men, his hair is organically produced. Uh, there's no machine right, up there smooshing exactly, it out. Yeah. yeah. Right. No hair shooters. And ladies and gentlemen, that's all the Spider Man reference you're going to get today. Anyway, <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, so the other reason I wanted to mention this trip, everything went fine. It was all good, and I got a new prescription. It's slightly different than it, what it was two years ago. Uh, they told me some great stories about how uh, if, if people don't want to wear masks at the eye doctor, they just freaking kick them out. <laughs> they don't care. Oh, like, really? Oh, wow. yeah. They don't give a they don't give a shit. They're just like, no, see ya, bye. Wow. Go do your go do your eyes somewhere else. Um, anyway, uh, Cindy works there. She's a listener and she's awesome. And I just wanted to say, hey, Cindy, thanks for uh, always a good time hanging out with you and seeing you there. So, Aww. yeah, she's awesome. Hi, Cindy. Yeah, Cindy's great. Uh, okay. What else? Oh, big shout out today. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I I wanted to make this a big deal for somebody. Let me get let me get some stuff ready here. Uh, sure. This is a shout out for Chad Bergen. Okay. okay, from his girlfriend Wendy, who spells her name like my sister does with an oh, I. Oh, okay, yeah, right. yeah. And uh, let's see, how do we? I want to have big celebration noise for this. Um, Send and receive email. Nope, that's not it. But that's that's how she got with me. <laughs> Uh, she sent and received an email and let me know that uh, I think it's his birthday. Doesn't matter oh, anyway, because cool. the main thing oh. is, hey, what? How about a shout out for my boyfriend? And I'm a big sucker for stuff like this. So 
Doesn't mean too every- lazy to come up with a cover <laughs> song request, huh? Okay, all right, whatever. Uh, Chad's awesome though. So Chad, I know you listen to the show every day, and uh, your girlfriend seems awesome. And I just wanted to give you a big shout out and hope you're having a, a blast. Okay, all right. There, that's for Chad. Good for you. Yeah, I don't know enough Chads. I don't like three Chads. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I was thinking of this this morning because your name came up. Okay. And it occurs to me. You were thinking, oh, I sure do know enough Brian's. I do know I enough. I might not Bryans. know enough Chads, but I definitely know enough. I know a lot of Brian's, but the funny thing is, I only know Brian's of a certain age and younger. I don't think there are old Brian's yet. There are no seventy to eighty year old Brian's, are there? I, th- I feel like you're uh, you're the. I, but there have to be. What no. about Brian Brown or Brian um, Dennehy or? Uh, oh yeah, he died though. Let's see. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know uh, when yeah, he died. He died two years ago. Yeah, he was eighty-one when he died, so he was okay. at the time an okay. eighty-year-old Brian. So an older Brian. If it just feels like I don't, I just don't see a lot of older Brians. I know there's Brian Cox. I, He's older. I really love the movie FX because it stars a Brian Brown and a Brian Dennehy. Oh, and Brian Brown is he the Australian guy? He's the Australian guy. He's seventy-four. He's old. Oh, okay. You know what? Brian. I take Brian it back. Wilson. Brian Wilson's old. Uh, 79 he's okay. he's a 70 year old brian about to become an 80 year old brian in about uh three months well at one point we're gonna have a bunch of old that be nice tristans and old yeah. you yeah. know these names that you feel like you've never seen an old person with one of those names right right we're heading there an old zane yeah an old zane can you imagine an old zane a an guy in his 80s zane. it's like 85 year old zane willingham up the road there right that's right. a weird idea anyway well, I, I don't know why I got stuck on that this morning, but I was just like, yeah, I don't. do I know any older Brian's? But I'm you're glad, right, there's some I'm famous ones. I'm glad to provide you with some, some old Brian's. I see I see a few of them at, at the uh, annual conventions, although, you know, last couple of years we haven't been able to go because yeah. of uh, COVID. But, uh, sure. Yeah, you don't want all the Brian's I hate Brian's when they put place. it at the same weekend as the bald conventions, because then I can't <laughs> decide which one I'm going to go to. <laughs> like CES and the porn convention back exactly. in the day. Exactly. It's yeah. like, uh, as a matter of fact, sometimes those are the bald Brian conventions. But... <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's hard to tell the difference. Sometimes. <laughs> kind of the, it's like just a collection of big bald Brian's. They're all over there. Um, hey, Brian, why are you yelling at barbecue people? What's going on? What uh, happened there? Well, all right. So... Yesterday, uh, went out to uh, Micro Center. Love Micro Center. It's like uh, Disneyland for, for tech heads. Um, but it wasn't for me. It was for Tristan because he needed to upgrade some components in his in his PC. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Will you go with me so that, um, you know, you can help help me talk the lingo and, and get what I need? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. So we actually even took the, the PC with us so that we could make sure we got stuff that was going to be compatible with the power supply because we knew there would be some reason that, that things, you know, we'd, we'd need to say, oh, I don't know what it is. I have to come back and get it go again to, you know, with a better list of what I need. But sure. anyway, so... We drove down there. It was getting close to dinner time, and I said, "Well, on the way back, why don't we swing by and get some takeout from KT's Barbecue, which is a favorite barbecue place of mine here in Colorado. So freaking good! If you live in Colorado, if you live in the the Denver or Boulder area, uh, KT's Barbecue is the gem for so, for a, a state that's not known for a lot of great barbecue. Yeah, Colorado probably a tr- you know, probably we're a not transplant. Kansas City. We're yeah. not Texas. We're you know." 
We're Colorado. Are they a anyway. transplant from one of these places? That's often what happens. They are actually. Kirk and Trisha came from Texas. And, um, oh, the KT is Kirk and Trisha. The KT I like is it. Kirk and Trisha. Yeah. Nice. They're the, they are the nicest people, too. Yeah. Really, really super. Is that people. so, uh, Kevin in the chat, KT Data? Is your is that really uh, Kirk and Trisha Data? Is that where your name came from? <laughs> Maybe it is. Kirk and Trisha Data. Yeah, mm, exactly. Anyway. So, called Tina up, said, hey, we're going to bring home some barbecue. I'm going to stop at KT. She's like, great, cool. So we, uh, on the way back from Microsoft, there's a, a really good location. It's in this little strip mall area or like a little standalone thing with a, a Chipotle, a Starbucks, a Popeye's chicken, um, probably a T-Mobile store, and then this KT's barbecue. Sounds good. We pull up. Tristan and his girlfriend are like, ooh, we're going to go over to Starbucks because we want to get some drinks while you get the, the barbecue. Great. Yeah. No problem. As I'm getting out of the car, I see a woman standing in front of the uh, the KT's barbecue door, glass door, and she is turning and she's making eye contact with me, you know, signifying that she is going to talk to me. Yeah. And she's carrying a big bag of Popeye's chicken and she looks at me and she says, now, I'm not asking for money. And I'm thinking, oh, God. All right. <laughs> I'm looking for a hand job. Can you right. do this? <laughs> but but I just want some money to buy a rice bowl. Uh-huh. You got chicken. And now <laughs> I, I'm of all the people I know, aside from Kim, let's let's, you know, Kim's way up here, but of all the people I know, I'm I'm one of those that's likely if I have some change in my pocket or if I have a couple bucks, I'll give them to him. Sure. Right now, my wallet is empty. I've been like since since COVID, I haven't needed to carry any cash. Yeah. So I don't carry any cash. Like everything's cards either. for me and everything's like tapping my watch on the little the little icon of the 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 thing and and that yeah. sort of thing. I never do cash anymore. So so I start to reply and I go She's like, all right, I just want enough to buy a rice bowl. I go, I'm I'm sorry. I don't. And I, that's as far as I get the words out of my mouth. Yeah. And she goes, and I'm backing up from the microphone because this was yelled at me. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's hear it. Ah, just say no. <laughs> <laughs> like to the point where. Tristan and Kay were were walking, and they were jolted, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> like jolted alert. Uh, I'm like, okay, it's a no. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. It's like, all right, okay. no, no, then go away. No, yeah. why didn't you lead with that? Why did you just say I'm going to ask you a question? I don't want cat. I don't want any money. Which she did. Yeah. It's like she already contradicted herself. Sure, but I'm going to ask you a question. I would just like a single word answer, please. Yes or no. Mm. Yeah, she's that's- really got to work on her technique. Yeah, I agree. So. So she goes off, and I'm like, oh, my God. I go into the uh, the barbecue store, and my phone then starts buzzing because both Tristan and his girlfriend, Kay, are texting me saying, dude, are you all right? Tristan's like, I bet that's going on TMS tomorrow. Yeah. And then, yeah. She, and then Kay says, by the way, as soon as you went into the KTs, she called you an egghead bastard. An egghead bastard. An egghead bastard. Awesome. awesome. You win, dude. You freaking win. Thank you. Yeah. She then proceeds to go into Starbucks with her Popeye's chicken bags. She had two big bags of Popeye's chicken. Yeah. So I don't know what or whatever Popeye's gave her. Um, she goes into the Starbucks, into the display cases where they have like the uh, the $9 ethos water and the $8 egg salad sandwiches that have been there since yesterday and all that stuff. Gross. 
grabs a bunch of those, puts them in her Popeye's bag, and walks out. Oh. And and Kay is at, at the counter, and she says, by the way, that lady just came in and put a bunch of stuff in her bag and just walked out, and they said, yeah, we know. It's company policy. We can't do anything. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, well, out of safety for the employees, they can't do anything. So so uh, she may not have got her rice bowl, but she got some ethos water, an egg salad sandwich, and apparently a bunch of Popeyes. Yeah, and keep in mind... Uh, drugs are a very powerful drug, okay? <laughs> yes, exactly. That's probably what we're witnessing there, and yeah. uh, it's too bad, but also, woof, woof. Uh, but uh, the yeah. EB, you're the you're the EB. No, wait, the B, the B. The EB, the Egghead Bastard. Uh, yeah, that's it, Egghead yeah, Bastard. Yeah, egghead Bastard. That's that's, that's egg, Egghead Bastardville to you, ma'am. Are you going to start like, <laughs> rest, are you going to start rapping under that name or something? Like the Egghead Bastard? Yo, I'm Egghead Bastard, <laughs> and I'm here to say, <laughs> I ain't got any cash to give you today. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Really, really good. Thank you. Thank you. Just kidding. All right. Oh, oh. Uh, it's your birthday. <laughs> Go crazy. It's your Popeyes. I'm hanging upside down. Anyway, well, and that's I'm cool. I'm up because of Popeyes. I haven't been yelled at in a while. I kind of miss I miss uh, public yelling. Not really, but I kind of do. Yeah. I kind of miss yeah. it because I used to get a lot of weird people on my walks and stuff. And I don't know. seems like that's died out yeah. some. The weirdos have gone underground. I don't know what's happening, but uh, anyway, egghead I mean, bastards. Seriously, you know, if she would have been nicer, I might have actually been implied to when I was in the the uh, barbecue place to say, "Hey, can you also all buy one uh, extra pork sandwich or a barbecue sandwich? Uh, just wrap it up, foil it up, and I'll give it to the lady outside." But yeah, uh, listen, she's she's really she's got to attend one of these uh, Tony Robbins uh, seminars and work on her technique because. Yeah. Uh, doesn't work anymore yeah it Here, here's no. my here's my thinking um it's possible like she's probably on uppers of some sort and when you're on yeah. some like hardcore meth or something i think time seems like it slows down for oh, everyone maybe. but you so i think yeah. you probably came off as like i'm sorry <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, so she's like exactly. ah, no 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 I know Claire. She, she may have mental health issues. We oh, don't freaking know. Definitely, definitely has mental health issues. May, maybe yeah. we don't know. Drugs. She was, drugs. When we drove off, she way. was yelling at cars in the Starbucks drive-through. So, yeah, yeah. But drugs can do that. Is what I'm saying. It doesn't have to necessarily be like. It doesn't oh, have to be drugs, but it, it could be. It could be a combination of the two. It could be drugs and mental health. It could issues, be anything. Yeah, yeah. Which is my entire point, Claire. That we have no idea. We don't know. She should barter. What she should do is say, "All right, uh, Chipotle. I've got Ethos water." And um, some chicken thighs. Trade those for a rice bowl. Yeah, but what she heard was, <laughs> and she got impatient. And she's like, "I've, she I've had exactly. it. I got to keep moving. This world's yeah. not going to spin itself." She says to herself. Yeah, All right. exactly. Anyway, now now's time to play a game. Now that we've heard this tale, this tale of intrigue. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's uh, let's uh, let's feud it up. Yeah, I like feuding things up. If you guys want to participate at home, 801-471-0462 is the number to use. And join us now as we do it. Welcome, Brian Dunaway, to the program as always. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Hi, Brian Dunaway. We should probably explain to people why uh, the schedule has been so weird for uh, Play Retro this week. It's just been a little weird. We had a couple of uh, emergencies had to be taken care of, a change in schedule. So now we're doing it tonight. <laughs> right. Is this we, wait, wait, wait? Is this like Chinese democracy play retro? Like uh, you know, a little bit. Feels like it, but uh, it looks yeah, like it was like uh, Monday night was one thing, and then Tuesday night was another, and it's like I want to do this dinking show, and Scott's like. 
We could just bump a week. I'm like, no. I know. Brian's dead set. It just this is like talk about itself. All these fight, all these fates are just against us this week. But uh, is uh, Audra's mom doing okay? Have you have you have you heard anything? Yes. Yeah. She she yeah yeah yeah. She uh, we picked her up yesterday. That was one of the reasons why we couldn't do the show last night. We uh, we picked her up. You know how it is. They call you if you if you ever had a loved one in the hospital. They always do this. You got to come pick them up now. Yeah. And you go, yeah. okay, we're getting ready. We're hurrying. Wait, yeah. don't, don't throw them in the street. Mm-hmm. And then you get there, and they're all like, yeah, they're still in the room. They're filling yeah. out paperwork. Exactly. It'll be an hour. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They're waiting for they're waiting for somebody to come and do the paperwork, and then you got to wait for somebody to wheel them out, even though they don't need a wheelchair. Maybe they do, but most right. of the time they don't. And mm-hmm. then you got to wait for them to. Yeah, it's it is crazy, but it is like, oh yeah, get here now. They yeah. must they must have a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, I'll come pick them up as soon as I finish. <laughs> yeah. The problem is speed running uh, Mario three. <laughs> right. The problem is over time you kind of learn to just like ignore what they say, and so you're like going, eh, "It'll be an hour. We'll get there when we get there." Yeah. And then somebody does show up on time, and then you get that phone call. Nobody wants that phone nope. call. No, nope. yeah. it's just like Kim when she had her babies. They took forever for everything. There was like, "Yeah, we'll be out of here in ten minutes." <laughs> I love how you say you the litter. <laughs> When Kim had her babies, yeah, like her babies, her babies. <laughs> you know, so inconvenient right now. Look having at, your your babies. They came out of her water slide, not mine. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Hey, yeah, check it out. You, you looked that water slide up, my friend. I, I, That's I all I'm saying. Okay. I like a good summer water well, slide. You'll be, what I'm saying. you'll be surprised at uh, how much of this comes back up in today's review. <laughs> Wonderful. Let's find out who's been holding very patiently on the line for us. Hi, who's this? Hi, it's David from New. Line. Well, hello, David. Did you say New York? Hello. Yeah, yeah New York. Okay. Yeah. You cut hey, out a little bit. Yeah, but you're, it it you're cut back. you off a lot there. So, David from oh, New York, sorry. and you said who you are in the chat room? Quantum Feline? Quantum, quantum Feline. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's, a, that's a quantum level it's a, cat. like a Schrodinger's cat <laughs> reference, right? Or no? Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's the reference. There you go. All right. Well, uh, it's good to have you here. Yeah. We're, we're thrilled to have you as our potential winner today depending on how all this goes well, brian will explain the rules quantum feline has both won and lost we just need to play out the game to find out which it is oh that's true <laughs> yeah you're uh, both true. simultaneously won the game and lost the game we just need to figure out which it is. yours is a binary outcome to this only <laughs> you can decide yeah. yeah exactly so <laughs> brian will explain the rules and how this works brian take it away yeah it's time to open the box and play the the tadpooly feud i've surveyed Jeez. the tadpool on some nerdy topics scott and brian have to predict the answers that they gave us and it's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess uh david you're going to be working with one of these guys so Guess what? Your role is even more important than it is in the other silly games we play on this show. If your team wins, you get a prize package that includes the survivalists and Greek memories of Azure. But Greek is spelled G-R-E-A-K. Greek. Greek? Yeah, we played that one not too long ago for the uh, Boop Show. Yeah, we had. I remember. I enjoyed it. I don't remember that one. You must have covered that. I don't remember playing that one. Yeah. Okay. Kind of, kind of funny that only one of you remembers a game called Memories of Azure. Yeah. Memories of Azure. You remember? One of you won the game, and one of you lost the game. Clearly. Yeah. (laughs) Never played it. KT Data likes it. All right, and we must have liked it, or you must have liked it. I don't know why I never played it. It It was good. I I think I gave it like a. 7.5 7.5 out of 10 or something like that. It was it was, it was a team it was a team 17 joint. You oh, know, those guys. we like them. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. make good games. Except they're doing right. some stuff I don't like right now. But anyway, go ahead, Brian. Oh, continue. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'll talk about it later. Oh. It's dumb. It's dumb. All right, well, let's get to your uh, game, shall we? Yeah. Uh, so we asked the tadpool. 595 of them responded, but 33 of them couldn't be arsed to come up with an answer. <laughs> uh, hands on buzzers. Give me your answer to this. This is, uh, we asked the tadpole, what is your favorite pop culture 
sword. Oh, uh, right. No, fast. Scott. Scott, Scott, I'm Chode Burner. Pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm going to say the, the uh, uh, Arthas's sword. I feel like they've got a okay. lot of that in our crowd. So What's pop, that called, Scott? It's what called, is, uh, uh, sword called? My brain's Arthas a little dead. <laughs> Hold on. It's uh, the bub. Uh, uh, Frostmourne. 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 All right. Show me Frostmourne. Number six. Five answers will beat it. Brian, what did the tadpoles say is their favorite pop culture sword? Uh, did, uh, Excalibur, right? I mean... Oh. Is there anything more? Okay. That's your All question right. or your answer? Did I hear the question right? Pop culture sword? Pop culture yeah. sword. Okay. All right. All right. Excalibur is what you say. You say. Uh, show me Excalibur. Throw it right back into the lake. Oh, number two. Uh, number two answers. So, uh, Brian. This lady. Damn. You, <laughs> you have control of the board. Uh, you're going to be playing with David, of course. David, Brian, what do you got? All right. David, you... Are you a sword? Um, are you a sword guy? Kind of into swords. Uh, of course, but I. Uh, how um, how's it looking? The tone there. What's that? <laughs> you're you're, well, David, you're uh, up, oh, you're super, super choppy. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you're fine. It feels like it was just cutting out, like it was doing voice cut out or something. But yeah, walk walk towards back. the light, Carolyn. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> how about uh, the master sword? There you go. Oh, that's a good one. Right. Ah, dang okay. it. <laughs> uh, show me that uh, that Master Sword Link is waving around. Ah-ha! Number three <laughs> answer on the board. Pretty oh, sure you just did three. Mario. It's totally fine I that did. you did I Mario. Totally but... did Mario. I was actually <laughs> trying to do. I was trying to do the little fairy that floats around. Uh, the, oh. Ah-ha! oh yeah, ah-ha! yeah. That's uh, I forget the name of that twinkly little turd. I hate that thing. Yeah, twinkly little thir- turd. Yeah, <laughs> twinkly little turd. Yeah, played baseball. Does it blink? Does it blink? <laughs> hey, pick a sword, damn it. You're still winning here. What do you want? You what's, can't what's back off. What's popular than those two? Yeah, hmm. what's bigger? What? I mean, not that you're aiming for number one. Lower. There's a lot of true. swords I can yeah. think of, mm-hmm. but all of them are like, I don't know what that sword is called. <laughs> and I'm kind of thinking. I'm kind of thinking that, uh, and I'm also thinking, oh, well, people say some BS like. For, for know, the sword, record. For the record, I wouldn't have like buzzed Scott if he wouldn't have been able to come up with Frostmourne for Arthas's sword. I would have accepted okay, Arthas's okay, okay. sword. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, man, you can, you can probably tell me David. the sword and who wielded it, and I'd be fine with that. If like, I, you don't know. you just well, tell me what sword you're looking for? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, even though it's probably not on here, I like He-Man sword. <laughs> yeah, actually, I thought that's what he was talking about when he said Master Sword at first. Like, I don't know yeah. what it's called, but... Yeah, what is that yeah, I called? Uh, I held aloft this this magic sword. Yeah, yeah, this magic sword. We're uh-huh. going with the, this magic sword. This, yeah. <laughs> this magic sword. Name. This magic sword. Right. All right, show me. Name, and it's actually two swords in, in one, but that's... I can't remember the stupid name. Yeah, absolutely. All right, show me uh, this magic sword. Oh, Number 10, what? it is called the Power Sword. Yeah. The Power Ooh. Sword. That's power so sword. dumb. What a dumb name. The power. It been your answer. Yeah. It is better because I didn't, I mean, I wouldn't have known it either, but that's such a dumb name. Power Sword. Yeah, Power Sword. As opposed to what? The Master Sword? Yeah, that's a winner. <laughs> well, it's the Master Sword. It's like there are several swords beneath it. This one right. is the sword that is the master yeah. of those swords. That's right. But power Sword. The power to 
swish through the air. Yeah. yeah. What, what is the, What is its power? Yeah. I mean, David, I guess it makes it turns him into He Man. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Hey, David or Skeletor. Um. Hey, David. <laughs> how? What do you do? You think the tadpole is going to say something stupid? <laughs> like a lightsaber, like, like, like sky, lightsaber sky is a sword. Saber. That's yeah. definitely yeah, that a laser counts. sword. Yeah, yeah. That We're counts. gonna go with. Uh, do we have to be specific, or is it uh, lightsaber? Is probably the yeah, lightsaber. I'm going with, with the lightsaber. Too generic. Because I mean, most... you know, if if you need to be more specific, I'll say something like yeah, that. Right. Should there be more go. specific. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I need. No, I'm just kidding. Show me <laughs> a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, number Look one. Uh, Most people just put lightsaber, but a few people. uh, The most common lightsaber mentioned was uh, Mace Windu's purple one. Really? Yeah. Mm, So not not in people's minds about the the dark saber or nothing like that. People not thinking about that one right now. Are you are you saying Uh, the dark saber is included in that, or is that a? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would. I don't know. Oh my God! Oh, you're making it worse. <laughs> I would Damn say it. I would say the dark saber is not a lightsaber. I will say that. Mm-hmm. It's not a lightsaber. <laughs> Opposite. Yep. Mm-hmm. That makes it worse. That's the whole idea. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> What's it gonna be? Yeah, What's it gonna be, Dave? You got any more? Do you have anything else? Right, um, what about uh, the sword, Lord of the Rings, um, Lord Sword? Oh, it's, you should do you should do Frodo's. Andoril or is it Andoril? Oh, Stinger. Oh, you always want to do. Oh, we got Stinger. We have Andoril's sword or the sword Andoril, which is like forged. That's the one that was in, that was the one in pieces when uh, and, yeah, shards uh, of crystal or something. Some assembly required. Ooh, Andoril. Ooh, that's yeah. a good question. Then what do you think? But Sting is a good one, one too. Sting is a cool sword. Sting is yeah. cool, and it's easy which to remember. Which one's at top? I don't know. You want to make the call? You mean to make a call? I don't think Sting sounds interesting. I, I, I like Sting. Yeah, Sting. Do yeah, Sting. Let's sting it. Let's right. Sting it. If you love this it's- answer, set it free. Show me Sting. <laughs> Number seven. Hey. Yes. I think that gives right. him an auto win, doesn't it? Uh, let's see. 17 plus 9, 26. No, he can no, still win. Can still oh, win. barely could win. Okay. You have to run the board. Yeah, yeah if so you get one more and you get board, it right, yeah. if you get eight or nine right, I'm screwed. Yeah, if you do four or five, still uh, open keeps the window open for Scott, but eight or nine closes it, slams okay. it shut. Right? Do we want to fall back to Andrew? Mm. Do you want to go back? I to mean, that? yeah. If Lord of the Rings seems popular enough, let's get out of the shop. We already have yeah, it. Yeah, let's, let's give it a shot. I agree. Okay. I'm, I'm with All it. Right. Andrew? Okay. Is that how you say it? How do you say it? And, now how you say uh, it? I say Andrew. I mean, All right. You say, you say Advil? Advil. Is that what you say? Something yeah. totally different. Take David. a couple of Advil and call me in the morning. <laughs> show me Advil. All right. Uh, show me Andril, Flame of the West. Yeah. Or Aragorn, yes. Aragorn Sword from, uh, from the Lord of Rings. All right. There you uh, go. I yeah. think that might lock Scott out. So that gives us 18 left plus six. Yeah. You guys, you guys have won this. There's still nice. four answers on the board. I think it's time to and use some zero bullshit strikes answers. for anybody, which right. is crazy. I think, it's, I think it's time to bring some bullshit. How about you guys uh, know your estimates, <laughs> man? <laughs> How about we go with uh, uh, Voltron's sword? What is that thing called? Uh, you know when, he, when, he, when they all when they merge together and he yeah, and he, yeah. who has that out. sword when they when they're all separate? Who's who's the keeper of the sword part? They summon it. Oh. Though. Well, they summon yeah, they it. Or yeah. Right? Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. 
I can I like Voltron, but ooh, I think you're right. I like I Voltron a lot, but whenever I try to explain Voltron in my own head, it never goes anywhere well. Good. So, <laughs> do you prefer the thirteen ships or just the five lions? Uh, I like the five lions, but right. I, I think five I'm lions biased. Is classic. Yeah, that's classic. Yeah, but I, the ships are cool too. There's nothing. Look, yeah. that whole the Voltron universe lions. is pretty badass. It's pretty good. Lions for me, for sure. Yeah. All right, so you guys are saying the blazing sword from Voltron. The blazing sword. All right, show me that one. Nope. <laughs> nope. No. Uh, only one person in the uh, tadpole said the blazing sword from Voltron. It was probably me. Did I? Did I do that one? <laughs> Maybe you did that one. Yeah, uh, Scott. Let's. Uh, you know, you've got four answers or three answers up here. You could. Uh, you certainly can't win, but you can at least you know play. play. Um. Okay. Let's try. Gandalf's sword. I'd stay in the Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. What's that called? That's it's a uh, smart glamour, orc, orc, glamour orc, uh, something, orc something. Oh, was it glimmering, glimmering, or something? Glimmer, yeah, like glimmer. That's that's closer. Glimmerding, glimmer, glimmering. Oh, glamdring. <laughs> sure, glamdring, glamdring. That's it. Glamdring. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's on the horse sword, sword out there in the third movie, going Roar! or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I go with that. Show me glamdring. Oh, I feel good about that. You guys don't know a cool sword if you uh, poke you in the butt. Eight people said that. It put it at number 15 in our list. I, All right. I think we need know. to go back with the dark saber. It, it kind of. It oh, yeah. Maybe. I forgot. Basically, we didn't use it, even yeah. though we talked about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah what sure. do you think? It's, it's, oh, yeah. We yeah. made right. its appearance in, in Mandalorian, so. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, spoiler alert for people who haven't seen Mandalorian. Uh, so, all right, show me uh, like the first season. Plenty of time. Like a couple years. Years. Plenty of time. <laughs> all right, show me the dark saber. Strike two. Um, uh, yeah, people said it. It was number. Where is it? It's, it's low on the list. Yeah, surprisingly low on the list for. Um, I I do like that you split it out. I do like yeah, to make well, that just, decision. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Number 29, uh, Dark Saber. Two people said it. All right. You, well, we I know it's still a lightsaber. I, I know it's a dark saber. We know it's still a lightsaber. Is it? Isn't it the opposite? Is Isn't it, though? It, you know, is it? Does yeah. it still use a uh, it's, kyber it's crystal? Like going, it's like going margarine's not butter. It, I guess yeah. it does <laughs> use a kyber crystal, doesn't it? Technically, yeah. you're right. But, you know, you know what I'm talking about when I say margarine. <laughs> Yeah, I do. It's a it's butter hard. substitute. I get it. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I feel you. All right. I'm going to go with uh, the um, uh, uh, the the sword of Gryffindor. Let's let's see if Ooh. that made it. Sure. It's one of the. All right. Show me the sword of Gryffindor. Boo. Uh, that one did also make it on the list. Number twenty three. Four people said that one. Okay. Oh, well, those four yeah. people right. are my friend, and I love them. Yeah, yeah. they are. Right. David, you have I another one. one. Okay. Yeah, I got uh, one. The cloud sword from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, that's a good one. I was just trying to think of. Yes, that ridiculous uh, (laughs) block plywood block of sword. Yes, (laughs) thing's a beast. It's amazing. All right, all right. Show me uh, Cloud's Buster Sword. Number four. Wow. Said that one. Wow. All right, you guys are killing it. All right. Two answers left. Five. Hmm. What do the what does the tadpole like for swords? I only thing I can see left in my head is the 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 sword and kill bill. That's the only sword I can see left in my head when I'm going through all the. 
references. What was it called? Name, hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's Uma like, Thurman's Sword. Uma Thurman's Sword. Let's call it that. Let's call it Uma Thurman's Sword. <laughs> All right, sure. All right. Uh, show me uh, the bride's sword from Kill Bill. Oh, good job. It is uh, uh, number 11. It was the next. It would have been the next oh, one. Oh, really? Was, 11. It is wow. called the Hattori Hanzo sword. That's a katana. Lord. Yeah. Okay. That's the only people I can see holding aloft their mighty swords in my head. Yeah. That's that's yeah. all I got. Uh, all, right. all right. Well, Scott, two answers left. All right. Let's see if I can at least get these. Uh, there's the sword of Damocles. Damocles. Sword of Damocles. There it's an old Greek okay. story, poem, myth, sword. That's right. Like, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's right. Is what that is. It floated. Okay. It was cool. It's a very cool sword. It is a cool sword. Is yeah. it uh, on the list? Yeah. No. Well, uh, not even. Uh, I, not not, I guess probably not pop culture enough, but it is right. a great sword. Her- Hercules uh, didn't have a sword. But wait, Conan had a sword. What was that stupid Conan thing Conan did have a sword. It was called the Atlantean, the Atlantean. sword, I believe. Yeah. Let me Aquaman see here. Sword? Yeah, Atlantean <laughs> sword. It was number 14 in the list. Uh, the Atlantean sword is uh, Conan, Conan's sword. Conan's sword. Conan, yeah. Conan, 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 Conan O'Brien's Conan sword. <laughs> right. Uh, it, it, it bums me out that those two have a different pronunciation of C-O-N-A-N. Listen, <laughs> agree on one. I want either Conan <laughs> O'Brien or I think Conan, they should Conan the, the Barbarian. I, I yeah. think you should fight to the death. Yeah, yeah why I not? agree. I agree. All right, let's see what the remaining two on here. This is what I'm kind of surprised you guys didn't mention. Uh, it is Connor McLeod's Katana ah, from the uh, Highlander. Yes, of course. Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn it. Did it have a name yeah. other than his McLeod's Katana? No, I looked, I looked uh, for that one, and it was... The places I found it was just called Connor Connor McLeod's Katana. That's two clouds in uh, one list. We got clouds. That is one so, right after the other. It's yeah. really uh, interesting. McLeod uh, and Cloud distinction. Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, lastly, this is one I never would have expected to to be on the list higher than the Bride's Sword and Kill Bill for sure. It is the Sword of Omens. It should be Sword of Omens with an S. Oh, th- Thundercats. oh Thundercats. Gosh oh. dang it. Thundercats. Of course. Oh, yeah. my God. How did I forget that one? He-Man. Thunder. Thundercats. Thunder. <laughs> yeah, it's the one that came apart. It was the, That was the two-part sword, right? No, yeah, no He-Man was a two-part sword as well. Was oh, it? Really? I don't remember He-Man having two parts to his big dumb sword. Maybe he did. <sighs> Scott. I don't know. Look, my He-Man knowledge is skin deep. All right. <laughs> it's not real good. It's not great. I know there's some guy named Two Man. He's pretty great. I like that guy. Two Man. Yeah, and Two I man. think Skeletor is a badass. Other than that, it's all shit. That, uh, you got that clip of you doing He Man? I remember you got that. Uh... <laughs> I held my mighty sword aloft. And <laughs> I have power. Whatever and said, bullshit. Or whatever I did. My stupid tiger. <laughs> Rawr. Yeah, it's a weird thing for me, that show. All right, so uh, well uh, done is the point. You win. You win. Yeah, the point of that sword is you won. Yeah. Congratulations, David. Uh-huh. Uh, you are going to get these two awesome games. Mm-hmm. Uh, send me an email at covervillagemail.com, and I'll get you your links. In the meantime, let's tell you guys what uh, some of these other ones were. Uh, Longclaw and Needle, both from Game of needle, Thrones. Needle. Yes, of course. Needles. Needles. Uh, yep. Surprised that one wasn't a little bit higher. Uh, also from uh, Lord of the Rings, we had Orchrist, which was or Orchrist, which was um, uh, Gimli's. No, it was who? Uh, somebody else's sword oh. was uh, Orchrist. Uh, the uh, Batleth 
I don't know if I'd say it's a sword. It's a weapon, but it's... I mean, it's sword-ish. Seven people felt like it was a sword. It had blade. I mean, it's all covered in blades, but it's more like a sickle or like a... Not a sickle, like a... You, you would hold it like a staff, but then it's curved blades. I don't know. Maybe right, it, maybe it right. works. You should, you oh, yeah. Jay Funcast points out, Connor had a samurai sword, not a katana. That is correct. Yes. Oh, right. okay. Um, Thunder Fury uh, from WoW came up. The energy sword from Halo. Anigo uh, oh. Montoya's rapier uh, from uh, Princess Bride. I actually thought about rapier, rapier, but I was like, who had one? I yeah. Think I can think of it. Yeah. Uh, Gunblade from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, Ice also from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I think it was Jon Snow's. What was I? Oh, the sword? with the with the wolf head on it. Was no, that, that was not. No. It was later. The was one that, that one? was built out. Oh of yeah, the, no. Uh, Longclaw was Jon Snow's. Claw. The one that was built with dragon dragon ice or whatever. Ned's Ned's was ice. Okay. Yeah. Ned's. Uh, the Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts, which oh, yeah. is the most awkward looking sword ever, Marmot. but. For you, it's a giant uh, F and key is why Stormbringer, yeah. Uh, the Sword in the Stone, the Sword of Sal- a Thousand Truths, Ashbringer, Darksaber, <laughs> Ishigo's Sword, Masamune, the uh, Atari Sword. I don't know what that is. Oh, the Tally's killing me. The dildo sword from Saints Row, it's really a weapon in the game. <laughs> like that, wasn't game- there also one from uh. One of the Jay and Silent Bob movies. Wasn't there a dildo sword? Was there? I don't remember that. I want to say that somebody had a, like it was the dildo saber or something, and it went instead of. Wow. Yeah, Either they, that or that was a dream. The one in that game is ridiculous. Oh, Just, the bong saber. That's right. That's what it was. It was oh, a it was bong a bong? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, somebody said the coal glaive, yeah. not a sword. Oh, uh yeah. The, uh, uh, let's see, Lionel's sword from Thundercats, Michonne's katana. Um, uh, yeah, the rest of these are, oh, the Schwartz ring, uh, which is from Spaceballs. Yeah. Yes, I thought about that, but that's not really a sword. One person said it, so good you didn't okay. choose that. Yeah. So um, hold on a second. Yeah, rest, what yeah. was the... What was the one you said right before that shoot? No, oh, I forgot. Oh, there's uh, the Kroll Glaive. Oh, the glaive. glaive. Yeah, the Glaive literally yeah. is a glaive, you guys. It's not right, a sword. Exactly. It is. <laughs> they call it a glaive for a reason. It's literally a yes. glaive, which the is glaive. its own thing. Um, you know what? Maybe uh, the maybe the 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 Vulcan or Vulcan the <laughs> sorry the the Batleth is basically <gasps> a big halved glaive because it is right. kind of circular until you until it isn't right. Yeah, but you don't throw. I think of a glaive as something you throw, like a Chinese star, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Well, no, the glaive for sure is a glaive. Totally different. But could I chuck... Oh, that's different from the... Wait, wait, wait. Okay, hold Could on I a throw a Klingon Batleth, is what I'm saying? And have right, right. A glaive I used mean, it. It was, sure a, it was a slashing weapon, right? But you know, I was confusing the, the Krull glaive with the, um, the little throwing deal from uh, Krull. With the little points on it, the circular little that's throwing the gl- deal. That's the glaive, yeah. right? Isn't that the glaive? I'm looking up glaive, and glaive is I like a, a staff. Three edged. Oh, yeah, a staff with um, uh, points on the on the end, like oh. the blades on the end. That is totally not what I thought a glaive was. Then, what a European I... pole arm consisting of a single edged blade on the end of a pole. Oh, I had no I idea. They I thought called it, was... it a glaive. I think they I did they call did. it a Maybe glaive. And I did too. Yeah. It had like three it had three blades on it, right? And you could you could use it as a slashing weapon, or you could throw it. 
Right. I freaking don't yeah. know now. Now that I've, you've told me a glaive is an around around weapon, I don't even know what to make what of about, anything. Yeah, if what you, about go to, if you go to glaive on Wikipedia, it says the term glaive is used in the science fiction fantasy film Kroll to refer to a thrown yeah. weapon, even though similar it's to the chakram or the hungamunga, which can return to the thrower much like a boomerang. I've never heard of a hungamunga. I haven't either, but I've heard of a chakram. Chakrams are normal. Wouldn't you have to die from a hungamunga? That would be the worst. Hungamunga. <laughs> <laughs> What uh, about Sulu's uh, uh, fencing sword? I want I want that to be oh, on there. Did it have yeah. a name? Shirtless, uh, shirtless, shirtless Sulu's. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they call it sh- the shirtless Sulu's. What that sword's called? Yeah, the shirtless Sulu. <laughs> MacGuffin was a was a sword too, wasn't it? Like the original <laughs> MacGuffin. Oh, was it? No way, really. I love that. If that's true, I love that. Um, I want to see the history of it. Was let's see. Hold on. The Holy Grail was a MacGuffin. Alfred Hitchcock. Here we go. No, MacGuffin. I guess it's. Um, what is a MacGuffin? Yeah. It just talks about movie stuff, but it doesn't say where. It's you know from. the. You know what? It was the MacGuffin. Was the. Um, I mean the the sword in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was an example of a MacGuffin, and that's probably what I'm connecting it to. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, there you have it. Yeah. MacGuffins, they're great. Uh, well, well done. Oh, I didn't long. play. Did the, good. the tradition yeah, is this. Winner, winner, chicken this. dinner. Congratulations there, Dave. May uh, may New York truly be grateful for having you in it and being the big winner that you are. Uh, and uh, <laughs> reminder, I know Brian already told you, but coverville at gmail.com is where you're going to yeah. want to send uh, that. And uh, congratulations, man. Well done. Yeah, well done. Yeah, have a great week. We'll see you later. All right, there goes Dave. Dave's out of here. Dave's not here, man. Uh, so tonight, uh, 3.30 Mountain Time. Looks like it'll... No, I'm sorry, 4 o'clock Mountain Time because I have DTNS that goes a little long. So we're starting about a half an hour later than normal. But we are doing Play Retro today. It's happening. Okay? It's happening. So get your Hexen. heretic to Hexen to Hexen 2 hats on because we're about to go post-doom on your ass. All right? Ooh. Hurt me plenty. Hurt me plenty. Uh, Brian Dunaway, anything else you want to say or mention? That's about it. I, I, I just trying to make it day by day. So what's my plans? We're yeah. just playing it by ear. Play it by yeah. ear, baby. We'll see you later. All right. All right. There he goes. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back from this break, we'll talk to Tom Merritt about the daily tech news headlines of the day, as well as Randy Jordan, who will join us and explain why he likes Sex in the City so much. <laughs> right? Oh, he's got a. You got some splaining to do. A little bit of splaining. Also, recommendal. So stick around for that. That's right. Um, although I love his file. He sends me when he sends me his file. He call. It yeah. says Randy Wreck, and it's just kind of a cool name. The Randy, Randy Rex. Wreck. Yeah. yeah. Randy. I Wreck. spell it all out. Brian recommendal one MP three. Yeah, you're very you're very studious or uh, duteous yeah. or whatever the word is. I'm looking. I'm a, du- I'm a studious duteous. <laughs> I get bastard. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. All right. We're going to take a break. Let's do it. Let's play a song. What do you got? Uh, This one coming to us from Coal Mine Records, a guy named M. Ross Perkins. He's got a uh, sophomore studio album, which is called E Pluribus M. Ross. Comes out March 18th. Uh, You're going to want to get it because this is some solid power pop. This is the kind of stuff I really dig. He's from uh, Dayton, Ohio. And um, this is great stuff. M. Ross Perkins, and the song I'm going to be playing for you is called Mr. Marble Eyes. Oh, I love that name. It's almost better than Egghead Bastard. Uh, All right, here it is. (laughs) We'll be back in a second. Stay tuned.
police department making offers on the captain's OBOs. Marbles for his eyes, ooh, he's got the vision. Oh yeah, so he doesn't have to see just what he knows. How'd it come to be? It's such fantastic eyes to see what can't be seen. the world together how will you upgrade your world but look here's topol the morning stream where man is made whole all right we're back everybody welcome back that song once again uh, that that song was uh, M. Ross Perkins and the song Mr. Marbleize from his upcoming album E. Pluribus M. Ross. So good. Very I also nice. like that song you just played to come out of the song like that. Oh, uh, it business. feels like that's a, a church's song that doesn't have any lyrics. It's uh, I can tell you who this is. This is uh, White Bat Audio, uh, who does a bunch of really great uh, public domain uh, sort of like synth synth music. 
Oh, and he's so good. very good. You can find him on YouTube, and uh, I think he's on Spotify and Apple Music and all that as well. He's yeah. great. Sam Jane in there com- uh, confirming. He's awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, there you go. There's that. What now? Oh, I know. Well, time for a little Tom. Yeah. Let's have a little Tom. Man. If I can find him. There he is. Okay. Let's bring him on in here and see what we can get done. Uh, Here's his intro. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt, and he's joining us like he does every Wednesday to hit the big headlines around tech right here on TMS. Hi, Tom. Welcome back to the show. Get him. Ooh, he, Get him. I just heard him hit some of those headlines. I know. He them. Got another one, Brian. Did you hear that? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, he's, a, he's a rough tumbler, but man. Knocking, knocking headlines out of the sky. That's right. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Watch I know out. it sounds violent, but the headlines, I promise you feel no pain. Oh, okay, good. No, that's good to know because, you know, do no harm. Is, uh, no our no headlines were harmed that, in the making the of this. Podcaster's sentence. code after all. Yeah, the podcaster's code, do no harm. Hey, uh, Tom, it's good to have you back, uh, of course. Always fun to have you on on a, on a Wednesday. I'm always surprised how Wednesdays, at least in the last couple of years, seem to get some crazy breaking stories. Is today one of those days? I mean, de- how, define crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's say uh, something you didn't see coming, uh, totally unexpected. Uh, wow, can't believe that happened today news uh yeah i'm not seeing anything quite like that there are some minor surprises uh google is going to uh do a do an ad thing that that is going to upset facebook so oh kind of saw that coming okay uh is it similar uh, to what apple did to them because they're already mad about that it's going to be like uh, cracking down on third-party permissions on android uh, you know re, re, the, that horrible crime of of uh, trying to encourage uh, users to have control over whether their data is shared or not. Do you uh, think rather than by you, default? Do you think they're over blaming? So I, there was just a lot of talk after that earnings report, and there was that big dip in stock price, and kind of had a rough one there. Um, there was a lot of talk like, well, this is just because of that because Apple changed the thing, and you know now now it's messing up their ad revenue. Is that true, or is this a scapegoat? Is it a like if if you had to have a hot Tom take on that, what would you what would you say? It it depends on your on your business. Uh, if your business is more diversified, uh, such as Google's ad business, um, it's something you can deal with. Yeah. You know, you don't love it. Anything that makes your business harder, you don't love. But no. you've got other options uh, that that seem to be quite profitable. If you are an advertiser. Uh, the, you, yourself, uh, it's a little more challenging. You, you can't you can't get that big pop that you used to get. Uh, if you're an up and coming advertising company like Amazon is, uh, it is an opportunity to to say like, ah, we know that you're losing this one easy avenue, but we've got great technology. Come yeah. advertise with us because we're a first party advertiser as well, which means we can put your stuff right in front of people shopping for spoons or whatever you're shopping for on Amazon. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but for if you're Facebook, uh, who has built most of your business on sharing third party da- data, um, it's hard. It's it. You know, I feel for them. I feel for them, Scott. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, those, those billions are turning from <laughs> from three digits to, to sometimes two. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Really? Only two bil- mm. in the billions. So so um, <laughs> it, it is it is a weird thing where I feel like they would like people to be sympathetic to the to the problem. But I have a hard time being sympathetic to it because I like having the control over where I where I get yeah. tracked and where I don't. So <laughs> Listen, I, Facebook wants to think 
wants you to think of them as Bob Facebook, who's just trying to help the small businesses. Uh, but but if you think about it as like this is a very big company that wants to make as much money as possible, well, of course they're going to try to convince you of like something that will help them move the needle in their advantage. They they are going to take out full page ads as they did a, a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you are probably more partial to you than you are to them. Oh, yeah. Or unless you're a small business owner directly suffering, probably more partial to your own business uh, than to some other nameless small business out there. So, you know, it was a good attempt for Facebook to kind of wrap themselves up in the cloak of protecting the little guy. Uh, I'm not sure how effective it was because of what you said. Yeah, I don't think it worked at all. That's what I'm going to say. Nice job, Facebook. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, so that's a thing. Also, um, yeah. Meta is uh, apparently uh, now referring to its employees as MetaMates. Oh, shucks. Really? Ooh. Yeah. MetaMates. Okay. So I have to go hang out with some of those the people. Walmart has associates. <laughs> Meta has MetaMates. I have I have to go hang out with some Meta employees in, in VR in the next couple of days. And when I do, yeah. will, will it be bad if I say, hey, MetaMates, how y'all doing in here? They're going to hate I, it. Uh, I asked my uh, my sister in law works works for Facebook, and I, I said, "So do I have to call you MetaMate?" She's like, "Where did you hear that?" And I pointed her to the <laughs> protocol article, and she's like, "No, you don't have to call me. <laughs> you don't have to call me. In fact, please don't call me that." Uh, that's interesting. I guess you know whatever you got. Uh, people in all sorts of places come up with fun nicknames for themselves, but usually when it comes from the top down, I don't know if it is or isn't. Yeah. But it, when it does, yeah, Dis- Disney has cast members, right? Sure. Would, yeah. No matter who you it's are, a lot Disney. better than MetaMates, though. I, yeah, I'm not sure about MetaMates. MetaMates sounds just, like a store, a toy that we were like, yeah, MetaMusil, a, a toy brought to you by MetaMusil. They tried to get us to buy. In the I was 80s. saying it sounded kind of like something you'd pick up at a pharmacy. Uh, Alan Char wrote me. He's like, it's because it sounds like Meda, M-E-D-I. Oh, MetaMates. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. do you have your MetaMate card? We can save you fifteen dollars <laughs> on your visit. Yeah, which actually that. probably is true. Yeah, that actually probably. Like if exists. you're a Meta employee, you probably do get some pharmacy discount somewhere. Well, uh, so there you go. We'll talk about that, of course, at some length and. Uh, many other actually topics. yeah we got a big one uh today scott's gonna uh talk on dtns we've talked about this a little bit on gdi before but we're gonna talk on dtns about uh nfts and art fraud uh something oh. that directly affects scott yeah scott loves these like scott loves to talk about this so it should be good yeah i i do actually i think it's a big especially from you an do, artist actually, you do love to talk about it you yeah. don't like it but you no i don't like it at you all love the fraud you just love the talk yeah the fraud right? the fraud sucks <laughs> but uh there is some like you know, yeah. some crazy numbers released in the last couple of weeks about you know uh, level of fraud and what mm-hmm. these places are doing about it, which is is good to see some of this, some of the movement on that front. So we'll talk about all that stuff, all angles of it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, as someone who's actually been approached numerous times by people saying they they minted my artwork and would like me to buy it back from them, uh, <laughs> I have some thoughts. So we'll see. Which uh, which I have, and when we talked about it on GDI before, I have said like a lot of those aren't real. A lot no, of those are no. phishing attempts. Yeah. Uh, good platforms will drive out the the bad stuff. But what we're going to talk about today is the fact that there don't seem to be any safe platforms right now. Not at Maybe the moment. Maybe there will be someday, but but right now the platforms are experiencing the same phenomena that social networks experience with moderation. They're overwhelmed. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So you, you ban one and three more show up is kind of the problem they're having. So we'll get to all that and uh, talk about it at length today on the Daily Tech News Show. Tom, anything else going on? 
Yeah, dailytechnewsshow.com uh, slash live if you want to watch that later uh, today on our Twitch channel. Or uh, you can always get uh, everything on demand, and I send you a newsletter every week uh, where you can respond to me and ask me questions uh, about the stuff I talk about. This Friday, I think I'm going to talk about how a few of my tweets went viral in portions of the K-pop universe. Oh. And how I've... How I've dealt with that, uh, uh, and how it makes me happy uh, and and scared, but mostly happy. Yeah. So uh, get that uh, freetomnewsletter.com. I I did it something once that was semi-viral with BTS fans, and I thought I might die at the end of it. I thought I might be killed. <laughs> it was really something. Those guys are they are the stands Hardcore. among stands, man. A lot of love though. Like oh, it's lots of love. Ninety nine percent love, but don't ever say yeah. anything <laughs> remotely and that see mm. even just on the surface seems to be like. Maybe I don't love BTS. Oh, man. Well, James Corden found that out, too. Yeah, he found out the hard way. Uh, oh, yeah. Tom Merritt, I look forward to seeing you the easy way today. Uh, Daily Tech News Show today, 2.30 Mountain Time. Have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. Thanks, y'all. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye Tom Merritt. All right. Uh, yeah, if, if, the, if anyone's worried, I'm just going to rant. I'm not. We're going to get into like the the actual gristle of the of that world mm-hmm. and what's going on in it. Yeah, which is good. Which is a good. Uh, it's good for people to know that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? I mean, OpenSea is saying they're even admitting like 80 percent of their NFT stuff is is fraud right now. Wow, like that's that's really bad. <laughs> it is really bad. It's really got- horrendous. Yeah. When your whole job is to facilitate the trade and purchase of NFTs, mm-hmm. and you can only guarantee that 20% are legit, like, what is going on? All right. <clears throat> Let's get uh, Randy all up in it, inside yeah. of it. Because uh, that's where he belongs, damn it, is right yes. up inside of it. What will Randy's level be today? 14 out of 10 or 22 out of 10? I'll give it a, a caffeine factory out of out of its own whole <laughs> industry. That's what I think we'll yep. get today. All right, let's find out when we push this button. Hey, look who it is. It's Randy Jordan, a.k.a. Randy Deluxe, joining us for Recommendals. Hi, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. How are you? I'm doing very well. Ah, I've there had, it is. I'm, I'm only into the beginning of my second cup of coffee, but I did something today that really excites me. Um, uh, some time ago, like last year, I cut down the amount of sugar I put in my coffee by like two thirds. So like I, I started wow. using a, like a third of a tablespoon instead of like the whole tablespoon of yeah. sugar. And um, today I decided to see what happens. Like, what did that used to be like? What was yeah. it like back when I used to when I used to go full on sugar? And uh, yeah, I try that today. I'm not going to do it again, but it no. was very interesting. Well, it's nice once in a while. You got to go back to your roots. I get it. It's How totally many? Fine. So you said you're on your just starting your second cup. How yes. many ounces is uh, is your cup? Is it like one of those? Uh, <laughs> I got this at a convenience store cup to hold my. Uh, yeah, I don't like big cu- big coffee mugs because your coffee gets cold too fast. I don't drink true. it so fast that I yeah. that I could get through it. Yeah. So yeah, mine is a uh, it's a typical like it if like you filled it up to the brim. Probably. No, 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 no. Coffee mug. Like if you fill it up to the brim, it's like ten ounces. But oh, like, okay, like I, the even smaller. Mug. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. mug. Still, yeah, yeah a normal mug. A mug. You're a mug man. That's well, what like you are. Well, like our TMS mugs and our film sack mugs. Are oh, yeah, those are ounces. big. Yeah, those yeah, are those, big, would, yeah. those would would hold like fourteen ounces to all the way to the rim. But you know, you don't yeah. fill it up that high. But you know, I have a lot of coffee mugs, yeah. and it's really sad to me because like you can't use them. You, you what? What do you like? Yeah. What? I have a, like a hundred coffee mugs. You cannot I, use. Them. I use two. Yeah. I have a ton. I use one. I use this ember right here, which has a little base and charges it and keeps my coffee at 135 degrees all damn morning long. Yep. 
That's the way I to got do a really, it. I got a really fun ember mug from a, a giveaway at work, and uh, it's you know it's but it's, it's just a little bit of a pain in the ass, right? So like I kind of I kind of like having my standard, you know, uh, non non electrified yeah. mug. <laughs> but um, sure. I was going to say, like the uh, on the other hand, uh, my favorite mug that I ever had, I, I I found in Hawaii on the Big Island at a restaurant, and I bought two of them. When I, when I was there, I bought two of them because I just had a feeling like I'm going to fall in love with this mug and I'm going to hate myself if I break it. And I did. And so I had a backup. And oh, I, that's so, smart. so that's why I have so many mugs. <laughs> that right there. There's a lesson there. Always have redundancy in all of your yeah. parts of your life. You know, yeah. if you think yeah. you're going to shit your pants, have two pairs of pants. That's what I say. True. Yeah. Uh, like, well, all right. It's good to have you here. We're going to do recommendals. This is where we recommend stuff we saw on streaming services of some sort or another. We'll recommend them here and then tell you guys where you can get them. Uh, so stick around for that. Hey, Brian, let's start with you. You got two yes. today. What do you want to? What do you want to start? Yeah, with we're going to start off with the uh, first one is a film. This is a newer film, and um, the subtitle of this film could have been called "Angry British Whispering." Oh. Uh, but they kept it short for the title. So let's see. Let's see what this is. All right. William told me before we came here he didn't want to shoot guns. I want to talk because someone said something about clothes. Will he be all right? Yes, of course he'll be all right. Your dresser said something about clothes. I mean, will he be safe? It's perfectly safe. You wear protective glasses. How can it be safe if you have to wear protective glasses? Yesterday, you arrived after the Queen. I got lost. Why would you get lost? You've lived over the hill for years. It looks different now. Everything looks different. You're sure you went late yesterday because you were delayed by someone? Someone? I just thought someone might have delayed you. No. Sometimes you get delayed by someone. No one says anything. It's perfectly acceptable for you to be delayed by someone. How can you ask if it's safe? It's a tradition. He's some British-ass people. What's going on? They are some British-ass people. Actually, it's one British-ass yeah. person and an American person pretending to be a British-ass person, both talking about uh, affairs that uh, caused them to Ew. be delayed by someone. Ew. That is uh, Spencer. That is uh, You're hearing Kristen Stewart doing a really good job at not just you know faking a British accent, but also um, uh, sounding a lot like uh, Diana, uh, Princess Diana. Um, this movie is about the uh, uh, Princess Diana, um, kind of four days in the life of Princess Diana, centering around Christmas in 1991. So this is, you know, Charles is already sleeping with Camilla. Uh, she's been messing around as well, but she's also kind of trying to get out of this whole life of the being in the Royal family. Um, some of this stuff in the movie is dramatization based on speculation. It's called a historical fiction, psycholo- psychological drama, because you know, you need four words to describe a movie these days, Of course. but it is. Um, uh, so there's a lot of question about, and there was a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, kind of, announcement when this movie was released that it was hey this is historical fiction it's based on some accounts from staff and workers at uh, among the royal family but we can't corroborate some of this stuff to be sure um is she good she looks like i keep hearing she's amazing she is amazing. She does a really good job. Like uh, this will make you forget she was in that uh, sparkly vampire movie uh, oh, series. Great. Um, 
she, as a matter of fact, was nominated or has been nominated for the Academy Award for this for this role because she does such a good job. And it's the only, I think it's the only award. There's probably like a um, no. I take that back. There's not even a uh, costume or production design or anything. The only award this is nominated for is Best Actress for Kristen Stewart. Nice. And, and, Make no mistake, she's great in it. Yes, yeah. Randy. So why is it why isn't it more highly rated? Like why why didn't I, this movie get any more nominations? Why I is think it- because because it's a period piece in a in a year where there are a ton of period pieces. Um I feel like this this easily could get lost in the shuffle of those. Um, kind of the same reason I feel like the last duel didn't get any nominations. It's a really, really good movie, but it kind of disappears among all these other movies that kind of look like it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I totally, and, uh, I can see that. I just like, yeah. I, I looked this up on rotten tomatoes and I'm like, okay, it's 84% with the critics. I guess yeah. that's not too bad. Whoa. 50% with the audience. What, what? Oh, why, really? I didn't know that. You, that's, yeah. that's surprising. And then over um, on, uh, it's, you know, on Amazon, if you wanted to go uh, rent it. Mm-hmm. On Amazon, it's like fifty-four uh, percent. Interesting. Units. I feel yeah, like it, I, I lean more towards the critic review, critical uh, scores on this. I feel like it's a good an eighty percent is a good solid score for me on this one. It's excellent. It is a lot more. I like I like movies uh, biopics that focus on a short period of time. That's what I really liked about being the Ricardos is that it focuses on one week. This week when when um, Lucille Ball got accused of being uh, communist. Uh, I don't need to see them, you know, we're wearing weird, distracting makeup to make them look young and then weird, distracting right. makeup to make them look old. Focus on three or four days in the life of, of this character that really defined who they are. And um, this one at times makes Diana look like she's losing her grip on reality. A lot of, a lot of the stuff in here, her dealings with her, her sons and her dealings with the Royal family um, this is the time that she was bulimic and she was, you know, trying to, trying to maintain a weight for the queen, but also on her own, just throwing up and, and, uh, um, and even at one point, I think it, it was established that she threw her down the, uh, threw herself down the stairs, um, to get out of the marriage with, uh, Charles. Um, that's not shown in this, but you yeah. kind of get, it feels like it's in this same time period. I have a, now I have another question. Why did yeah. we? Why did we used to like biopics that used a lot of makeup to make someone look old? Like we oh, like Amadeus. Amadeus is a great example. Yeah, right? We like, still. I think we yeah. still like them. I think it's just. I think we still like them if they're yeah. done well. Yeah. I personally, I just like I the like short them. ones. I like them. Yeah, I don't good. mind them if they're if they're drawn out. One of my favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not historically accurate, but I love the movie Avalon, and part of why I like it is it represents like the twenties through the seventies. And there's something about that time passing and the changing culture that's really poignant in that film. But it, I, you know, it doesn't work. It doesn't work every time. So I, I get that. I get the idea that it's not it's, as great. It's also why we like seasons of The Crown rather than, you know, we look yeah. at it as season. Oh, this is the Claire Foy seasons of, of uh, The Crown. She's really good at playing this this specific version of the Queen. And then we've got this other one, this other specific version of the Queen with Olivia Coleman. I think it's... You know, it's we like yeah. these little little bite size well, pieces we, of a biopic, and we also like uh, the majority of the people who are submitting their user ratings. Right, are yeah. Americans, yeah. Yeah. and we all right. watched Oprah with Meghan and Harry last year. 
right? And Did we? so we're all I like didn't. primed to <laughs> freaking didn't. hate these people. <laughs> Did you, know? you take your break from and just like that to watch the uh the, the I, I did not see any of that. Wait, wait. What did Oprah even do? That she just had people on or something? Or what was her I deal? I bet you you talked about it on the morning Yeah, we definitely talked about it on the did show. Did we? Having, uh, I don't remember and, this uh, at all. I remember William nothing. To, or not William. Uh, uh, Megan and uh, Harry. Harry, thank you. Jeez, why couldn't I wait, remember? She had other. them on and then what happened there? Anything happened? Yeah. They just talk or what? What they? Yeah, do? they talked for hours, and we got to mm-hmm. see we got to see a supercut, and then we got to see a behind the scenes, and then there were all these articles where people interviewed them about the interview, and yeah, they never, just like I didn't hear like, any of it. <laughs> a whole generation of Americans who only sort of knew distantly about the royal family suddenly know that the queen is uh you know is the head of a terrible uh, insular organization <laughs> mob you know and right yeah so, good for yeah, anyone I mean, who this, this, that. this extended beyond like royals news and reality news and oprah news this was everywhere so i'm i am surprised you definitely knew about it at the time, and you've done something to black it out uh, yeah, of your memory, yeah. which is good, and, and I yeah. applaud you. I'll Scott. tell you what else, Scott. The Beijing Winter Olympics are happening right now. Yeah, no, I knew about that. <laughs> that I knew about. It took me a couple of days, but I, I figured oh, that out. Man. We watched it, and that damn oh, that uh, Russian heart medicine doping girl. It's crazy. This yeah. is this is one of the most like ridiculous scandals that's happened. And of course it has to do with the Russians. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. on. But hearing holy cow, hearing Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski uh outside of their usual bubbly saccharine sweet everything uh yeah. versions and getting yeah. like angry during the commentating, it's like, wow, they just this was this is a black mark on everything. Um, who who in the past ever rose to that cultural level of Jody Weir and Tara Lipinski for <laughs> a go. small sport? I can't I yeah. can't think of anybody. I just anyway. it's so yeah. Wow. We we gotta move, we gotta keep going here because okay. uh Hulu is where you're gonna find Spencer. So if you've got a Hulu account, Spencer is on there waiting for you to watch it. And uh I'd say watch it. It's really good. It's very entertaining, and Kristen Stewart is reason enough alone to watch it. The guy who plays um Prince Charles is Jack Farthing. The only thing I knew about Jack or the only thing I'd ever seen Jack Farthing was that that TV show um with the it was like friend the british friends i can't remember what it was called but um no idea dating or something like that i can't remember without without looking him up in my mind jack farthing is in the exact same bucket as matthew mercer he's a he's an even skinnier matthew mercer oh is that is that am i right is what i was thinking of yes oh but maybe i'm even confusing with somebody else i don't know who matthew mercer is oh wow matt mercer you know matt mercer he's the he's the head of all things critical role and you know oh that matt mercer okay that guy voice actor and all that (laughs) am i am i right does jack farthing look like him no not even in the slightest (laughs) okay Uh, (laughs) yeah not at all. It's funny. It says the, uh, I'm looking at the guy from Coupling, and that's exactly who I thought it was, and he's not um, <laughs> He's not the guy from Coupling. He just happens to look a lot like the guy from Coupling. Gotcha. Never saw Coupling. Was Coupling good? Jack, Jack Davenport. Uh, mm-hmm. Coupling was entertaining. All right. It was all right. 
Sex, yeah. Sexy British people doing sexy all right, things. I just looked yeah. him up, and yes, he looks exactly like Matt Mercer. Oh, all right. Well, there you what go. You're on. So. <laughs> you say. You say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so number two. Yes. Brian. Number two is a series, and this is uh, – I'm going to watch the chat room to see if anybody knows what this is because I was recommended to this, and I'm glad I checked it out. All right. Here we go. But it, so – Let's talk about Lisa Nova. Can you sell me Lisa Nova? You mean sell my movie idea? No, actually, I don't. Everybody's got an idea. There's only one you. So who are you? Sell yourself to me. Okay. So... I'm sure you hear this all the time, but I'm not like every other director out there. Oh, you're not? I witnessed a murder, right? I saw the guy, got a good look at him. Now the cops are standing around, the sketch artist has her pad and her pencils and everyone's waiting with bated breath. And I say the killer was not like a jellyfish. <laughs> Don't tell me what you're not. Copy that. Don't worry. You're still young. We keep going until we get it right. He sounds like a young... Uh, uh, David Duchovny. It sounds like somebody doing a David Duchovny impression. It's funny. I hear David Duchovny. I hear uh, Jeff Goldblum. I hear Mandy uh, Patinkin is what I was going Mandy to say. Mandy Patinkin? Oh, yeah. That's another good, very good comparison there. Yeah. Um, that is a show on Netflix called Brand New Cherry Flavor. And this was one that was recommended to me. I'm like, it went in knowing absolutely nothing about it. I checked Rotten Tomatoes and said, all right, well, how, you know, where does this stand? Um, this is an 81% uh, with an average rating of 7.1 out of 10. Um, and I think, I think well-deserved. This is really, really good. And a very creepy, here's, here's what it is. It's if David Lynch and uh, Cronenberg and... Robert Altman got together and made a series because it's like this seedier dark side of Hollywood with some gore and some very whacked out Lynchian kind of characters. Mm. Um, It's basically uh, this writer comes to LA. She's created this amazing um, self-produced short film Uh, director who you hear there, Eric Lang uh, playing uh, Lou Burke wants to, uh, wants to produce it and brings her in with the intention that she's going to direct it. But uh, he kind of uh, screws her over with a contract and ends up wanting to give it to somebody else. So she, and this all happens really quickly. So it's kind of all this is set up. She goes off and, and somehow finds her way to this woman named Boro, who is a, a magician voodoo priestess something or other <laughs> played by Catherine Keener mm. who is awesome in this i mean very it's it's Catherine Keener get out level Catherine Keener okay um creepy level who um uses her magic to cast a spell that um that will help put a a pox on this director or this producer's life in exchange uh lisa nova has to puke up kittens every once in a while and and that's all the setup I'm going to give you because I want wow. you to check this out and see how whacked out, weird, and good this is. And it stars it, Alita Battle Angel. Uh, yeah, that's what she. That's who she is. Yes, Rosa Salazar, um, Alita Battle Battle Angel, Parenthood, 
Um, it's hard to tell because her eyes aren't gigantic in this, so it's hard to tell <laughs> it's the same girl. That's right. That's what. The, okay, yeah, because the, they did that whole like video photoshopping thing. Mm-hmm. She's also been in the Divergent series. Um, she has a Star Trek connection. She played a uh, uh, in in um, Star Trek uh, the TV show, the newer the newer TV show. She's like a Discovery. Discovery, thank you. She's like a uh, uh, bridge member, crew member in one of those. But um, anyway. Uh, oh, she's one of the kids in Bird Box. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, there you go. Okay. Good. Yeah, I like that. Movie. Um, so we're going to so we're gonna watch it because it's entertaining. It's creepy. It's weird. Watch it. It's, it's entertaining, creepy. Um, Freaking Catherine Keener. This is one of the best things I've ever seen Catherine Keener in, aside from uh, being John Malkovich and Get Out. Um, and please tell me it has lots of Jason Mendoza, please. It does. Yes. So Jason Mendoza from, uh, the good place. Good job. Thank uh, you. Is her, it's her friend, um, Manny Jacinto. Uh, you see a lot of him and you also see Jeff Ward who, um, was Charles Manson in uh, Manson's lost girls, the movie. I know him best. And maybe there's like three other people out there who know him best as Deke from Marvel's agents of shield. He was, uh, the closest thing we got to a Bradley Cooper character in the last two seasons of agents of shield. I, I agree. I think I agree with you. Bradley Cooper light is what he is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nice. He's kind of up. He's kind of up and coming. We, I think we have a a lot more to come from that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why not? He's great. So anyway, this is a brand new cherry flavor. It's on Netflix and it is, um, and it's, good. it's complete. This is like beginning, middle, end, and you're good. Nope. This is season one, eight episodes. There's definitely going to be a season two. It's oh, there is. Good. It says limited series. Is that true? Oh, They're, does it? That's what oh, it says on their listing. Maybe. Let me take a look here. Uh, production uh, cherry flavor. I. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Not, you're right. The production limited series was created and written by executive produced by Nick Antosca. All right. Um, I mean, it's, it tells the complete story. I think it's just the fact that I want more. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. liked it so right. much. I want more of it, but it does have a satisfying end. Okay. That's it does what have I need. a satisfying end. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have, so, I'm definitely going to watch this. this episodes, sounds like my it is whacked out and it's great. It's right. so good. I'm all in. Uh, all right, here's mine. This is a documentary. It's on HBO max. <clears throat> just landed there. It is one of the most fascinating things I've ever seen. Here's the clip. You got about seven, eight date of births and seven, eight, maybe more social security numbers. Eight. Antoine Bootstani, Robert Hansen, Robert Medina. Do you ever yeah. get parolees that really want to straighten up and that, you know, and, you know, and they do good? A lot of guys. With big records like me. a lot of guys. It's possible. You know where I can catch this at? I ain't got no ID. Okay. Robert Medina. I got you as Robert Steffi. You know what I'm saying? If this was for Robert Steffi, I could take you to the bank. You see what happens when you use fake names? Yeah, jeez. I'll get it cashed. Don't matter. All right. Any guesses? Hmm. No idea. This movie is called Life of Crime, 1984 to 2020. It's a documentary made by John Alpert. He's done a bunch of other work that you would recognize. But this is interesting because he started filming this in 1984 and following around these like petty criminal guys that lived in New Jersey uh, and literally filming like them robbing a store and then getting away with it multiple times. Um, and just kind of trying to understand their lifestyle when they started getting into drugs that he was sort of there just filming it. This car- this guy, uh, they clearly like and trust him because they just sort of let him tag along. And then he covers these people and some other people that are connected to them 
all the way up through 2020. Do you guys remember those British documentaries, the Seven and Up and Twenty One and Up? Oh, and yeah. All that? Seven yeah. Up, Twenty One Up. Yeah, yeah. It's right. like Fourteen think up. think that, but just just one case, and it's just following these guys throughout their lives. And man, it was a fascinating deconstruction of what criminal life and drug use can do to people and to people around them, but in particular, just how bad. Uh, the heroin epidemic in the in the eighties and nineties, and then today the opioids and stuff, and just how this just wrecks lives. And there wow. there are moments of like real triumph here. You're like, man, this one guy he's doing good. Look at him now. And then total re re what do you call it? Re not rehab. Uh, re, re you go back and you do it again. You relapse. 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 That's the word I meant. Uh, total relapse, and then you know fighting back again and all this sort of stuff. And this is all done with footage and no narrator. Um, there might, there may have been one or two moments of narration, but for the most part, it's just, here's this raw footage. So it's raw footage documentary. There's not a lot of commentary. They just kind of show you how it is and you can see how time changes. You see people who were little kids who are now in their thirties. Like you, you get to see this, the whole swath of life for these people from 84 to 2020. And it was wild. Just one of the most interesting documentaries I've seen in a very, very long time. Um, it's, it's a cool way to do it too. Yeah, yeah. I don't think really he ever. Who knows what he meant to do? I don't think he meant to do. You remember that the the Linklater movie where uh, the light boy's boyhood. life or whatever, boyhood. or yeah. Boyhood? Yeah, it feels a little like that. Except that felt more planned. Like that guy knew he was going to do the chunk of well, time. Um, yeah. I never saw it. I mean, so it I was it was know. planned. <laughs> yeah, I, I never saw it, so I have no idea. I've but often, my point is, I, you should watch Boyhood. I'll watch Boyhood. Boyhood is a Boyhood it, is a masterpiece. It's on a list of things I've never seen. I should watch. But anyway, uh, this this is this feels more like he was doing this back then, but didn't have a plan to go to 2020 with it. Like I think he just started doing it, and then over time, he's got other films he's making. He's do other things, but he still checks back in with these guys. And then I think he just took all that footage because there is kind of an ending to their lives. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's definitely worth watching to see how these people ended up. And, you know, you cover them from their like young 20s up to their 60s and everything in between. It's just a, an amazing documentary. It's two hours long. I wouldn't be surprised if this is up for a bunch and, of awards come and, next And you season. don't feel like you needed to watch One Year in a Life Crime and then the sequel before this? wait what there was a sequel before this yeah this is the third of three films oh i didn't know that hold on uh yeah it's it he he has a film back in the 80s called one year in a life of crime and then he has one in the 90s called life of crime 2 oh is it these guys in in those oh it is okay so so he must have broken it up before i didn't know that yeah this is just this is like a whole other i mean this includes all of that i don't know that it's every second of footage but this is this is all of that culminated because it's not they don't jump ahead. There's no there's no indication like, oh, where we last picked up. It's it's like this is the whole story. So I think what happened there is he probably let's see this. This goes further to what I was thinking. He probably thought, OK, well, here's my short little thing. Oh, interesting. This stuff happened. It's 10 years later. Let's do another one. And now I think what happened is he just had all this stuff for 38 years or whatever it's been. And he just decided, yeah, I'm going to make one big ass movie out of it or whatever. I don't know what he did, but I, I really, really like it a lot. How long is it? Uh, two hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought this was going to be like a four hour thing, you know, no, like no. multi episodes. No, nope. like, it's just yeah. sit and watch it. 
and uh, huh. you're and you're good. Uh, highly recommended, especially if you like documentaries. Uh, you know, real life stuff. It's going to be depressing for some, maybe triggering for drug addicts and things like that, because mm-hmm. uh, they do not flinch from certain things. Uh, but uh, it's it's very very good. All right, uh, awesome. Randy, let's uh, play your clip. Do you have any setup? Are you sure? Are yeah. you sure you have time? You got time? Uh, I have barely time. Yeah, we got I, time. You know let's what? Mine is very evergreen. We can do it some other time. No, no, no. We, we're totally doing it. Let's do it. I'm going to play it. Here it is. All right. No statute of limitations on murder. So, I mean, suppose you do date, I don't know, um, somewhere in the 30s. Are you seriously going to use your ever dwindling resources to investigate a crime 80 years old? It's still somebody's son, though, isn't it? Might even have his own kids who might still be alive if it was the 30s. I never knew my father. I got over it 68 years ago. I don't know. Is a crime less serious because time's passed? It is a wrong, less wrong, because it was done 50 years ago, or 60, or 70. I think if people are still alive who are affected by it, or, or even if they remember people that were affected, I think a society has a responsibility to take it seriously, no matter how far back, no matter how old they are. I don't know. It feels like history to me. Ancient history. See? Sounds like Michael Caine, no? It's not at all. Um, <laughs> this this is a uh, ITV procedural called unforgotten Mm. please please go watch unforgotten like i have been i've just been absolutely obsessed with this show since i since it was shown to me it is a uh it is a little bit like csi it is a little bit like your you know your svu etc but it's it's english it's uh it's six episodes per season there's four seasons of this show um every season tells a complete story and every season hits you with um, a different case that these main people, the main person you just heard talking is Nicola Walker as the the lead investigator uh, on each of these cases. And uh, she's got a partner played by Sanjeev Bashkar, who is, uh, you know, they just have a fascinating little relationship that goes throughout the four seasons of this thing. Uh, she was talking to, I think, Peter Egan, her father, in that scene. Mm. And I, I pulled that scene out of the first episode of the first season because it sort of describes the show. She's an investigator. She keeps coming across these ancient cases, and but finds out they have a tie to something happening right now in her modern world. So she she uh, brings this whole team to try to figure out who done it, and. You get to watch as you go, you get to watch the stories of all the different suspects. So it gets unpacked like lost <laughs> and oh. you're looking back at, at all of these different people and their lives and wh- what they were then and where they are now. And so it's very dense is what I'm saying to start each season. You spend the first couple of episodes of this show going, man, I do not know who all these people are, what they're doing. It's so there's so much to take in. Mm. You could almost watch the first couple of episodes over and and get even more out of it. You know, she got kind of a racket going here, and I don't mean in a bad way. She's in all of these kinds of shows. Um, Kim, Kim and I watched River. We watched MI5. She's in both of those. She plays investigators in those. Like she's kind yeah, of she's got a in- she got a thing. Yeah, does. MI5 uh, is called Spooks over here in the States. Yeah. Um, no, that, other way yeah. around. Spooks in Britain, 
MI5. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but this is, I mean, this is this is probably the best of this kind of show I've ever seen. It is probably like it. I, I, I mentioned CSI, but it's nothing. It's so much better than CSI. It's like CSI is is made fast, right? It's made to, mm-hmm. you get a lot of episodes out and so on. Like this is better. You know, you know how CSI was that first show that you ever came across back in the '90s, where you were like, "Oh, they put a pop song on the beginning of this show," <laughs> right? Yeah, they, right. Yeah, they have a pop song on the beginning of this one, and it's so good. I don't even want to tell. I don't want to tell you what it is. Really? Okay. But this it, it starts with a song that has worked its way into my brain and is now a part of my every day. This oh wow! This song at the beginning of Unforgotten. Unfor- it's uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up. It's been it's uh, streaming in the states on Amazon Prime. Uh, out in Canada, it's on BritBox. Uh, it's it, it was an ITV show. So if you're if you're in the English speaking uh, Commonwealth, it's probably available to you. Nice. And uh, man so freaking good here's what you're gonna want to do everybody if all three of these things or four of these things sound amazing to you and you want to make sure you catch them watch randy on his twitter account at randy deluxe and of course on our our discord and everywhere else that you find frog pants community there'll be a listing of where you can get it how to get it and where to get it randy have a uh, fantastic quick dmsli day. has photos and links as well so oh yeah by that's the way right. yeah. by the way the first season the first season <laughs> of Unforgotten, always plug that <laughs> i just forgot the first season of unforgotten star uh, one of the stars one of the suspects is bernard hill Theoden King from the Two Towers. Oh, I love him. That, There's an all yeah. big callback. Yeah, yeah, that guy's great. He, amazing, and and you and it's one of those shows where you spend the whole time going, "Is the highest build person the suspect who did it?" I don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you don't know, and you won't know, and it's and it's like it's wonderful how it it comes up with a big twist to reveal at the end. He was great once he got Worm Tongue out of there. That bastard. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's uh, really good. In this all right, Randy, really have good. a fantastic week. I look forward to next week. We'll see you then. Bye now. Oh, film sack this weekend, everybody. I forget what we're doing. That's but. right. And I don't know if we said it, but that uh, that's streaming on uh, Amazon Prime. I think he Randy's, did not, actually. I'm did glad he you said it? that. I don't, yeah, think, I he don't did. think he said He said ITV at the beginning because it's a British import. But There you uh, go. Amazon Prime is where you get that. Uh, that's going to do it, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with us and being here and enjoying the show right along with us. Um, for those wondering why Scott seems like he might have been in a tiny bit of a hurry, I have uh, I just just lunch with Hammond. It's not like a, <laughs> it's not the just, end. Of, I mean, well, I just I just mean it's not like you know. Oh, I'm, if I don't make it, they're gonna right. eye appointment. You're gonna get charged for it. Yeah, it's not yeah. like that. But I don't like keeping yeah. him waiting. So that's the main reason. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Patreon.com slash TMS is where you can help support the show. Everything else you're looking for, Frogpants.com slash TMS, and uh, don't forget that quick TMS dot Lee. Is it dot Lee? Dot Lee. Quick TMS dot L I. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Keeps Which track of all this not stuff. Not just has your recommendals, but also your read this links, your yeah. links to every song we play on the show. Uh, and was I, oh, I was going to put our, uh, when we do app slappy, I'm going to put our, uh, links to the video games we recommend. As oh, well. that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My kids are now playing Cordal which is way bigger than Wordle in terms of like the post that you make. And now my text chat with the family is a nightmare. Oh my gosh. Can't, can't <laughs> How many letters is Cordle? It's a lot more. Uh, I can't tell from looking at this. It looks like 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Oh, wow. Is it a different size word every day? Uh, same size word, but you get like 20 chances or something. Okay. I don't know what. I'll have to ask them what they're doing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm doing. curious about that. Huh. I've ruined oh, you my do children. Four words at once. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Is that what it is? Portal, quarrel. Oh, quarrel, like quad. It. Oh, okay. I yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's the way this stuff goes. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, Brian, let's play a song. Do you have one to get us out on? 
See, now that's something I don't have time for. One wordle, one five-letter word, I got time for that while I'm drinking my coffee, making sure. my coffee in the morning. Sure. Four five-letter words, no effing way. Mm. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to the uh, final song here. This one is going out to Dustin Anderson. He says, hope everyone's doing well. As far as we know, we have avoided the Rona as well here in our family, even with a trip to Hawaii for our son's high school band for the Pearl Harbor 80th anniversary. That's super cool. Uh, I just tripped across this song on Facebook and thought I'd share. Uh, anytime is fine to play this. No specific date is requested. Say safe. Signed, Dustin Anderson. Nice. Excellent. Well, this is really good, and this is a favorite band of mine. So much so that I contribute to their Patreon every month so that I get uh, downloads of their music. This is the band Pomplamoose. It's uh, Jack Conti, uh, Conti and Natalie Don, and uh, a great cover of the song by Steeler's Wheel. Make you think of Reservoir Dogs. That's what it makes me think of. Here is Stuck in the Middle with you. Sounds good. We'll see you guys tomorrow for a normal Thursday. Come on back now. You hear...
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I think we've made it even more perfect. Come on. Yeah. 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 Don't remember yeah. her deal. Some lady about pizza. That's all I remember that clip from. Oh. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.